you know, as leaders, we need to remind ourselves that we've thought about this a lot more, right? We've been in more meetings. We've been in more planning sessions. Maybe it was our vision to begin with that we're trying to execute. And just like you said, the frontline team member may not be part of any of that. Mm-hmm. They're just on the uh, on the end, right? Mm-hmm. They're, they're trying to fulfill the plan that we have. And so it's really important to communicate that why, communicate the message, make sure everyone's hearing the same thing. It's in the absence of communication that you make your own reality. You're listening to the Lippert Academy for Leadership podcast, a show where we invite leaders to have courageous conversations about the journey of leadership, work, and culture. Let's go. Welcome back to the Lippert Academy for Leadership podcast. This is Dr. Amber Selkin, Vice President of Leadership and Culture here at Lippert Components. And I am so excited to be joined with Jen Snyder today, one of our leadership development directors for our chassis division. Jen, welcome back to the show. Hi, Amber. It's great to be here. Thank you. So again, in season four, we've been on this journey of talking about the leadership and cultural journey that we've been on here internally at LCI, but also hearing from some amazing leaders around the country in all different segments and, and spectrums to share their wisdom on how do you make leadership and culture live and breathe in your organization. So, you know, we've we've heard some, from some amazing coaches, from executive leaders, and from our internal leaders as well. Because again, we believe at the Academy, like we need to match this. At, at LCI, we're trying to build a model of business for the world to look at to say like, man, that's how you do leadership and culture well. And yes, we're a manufacturing company. And yes, we're publicly traded. And yes, we're global. Um, And so if we can do it here, guess what? We can pretty much do it anywhere, uh, but that requires us to do it well. Because at the Academy, our whole mission and purpose is to come along other, other organizations who are trying to get on their own leadership and cultural journey. So whether it's through keynote speaking or training um, or coaching, the Academy is sort of this external consulting arm here at LCI. Uh, again, just for us to come alongside of other organizations because we firmly believe that business can and should be a force for good in the world. First and foremost, in the individual lives of the team members and employees that you, we have inside of our own business, inside of your business, right? But also in the communities where we live, work, and serve. So without further ado, I want to dive into this exciting conversation with Jen, because here at LCI, in in particular the RV industry, not just at LCI, but the entire RV industry, we've seen massive explosion of growth in the RV and marine spaces. And so you know, we are grateful for that. We know that there are a lot of different industries that are struggling right now. And, and whether you're struggling from a demand standpoint or you're exploding in a demand standpoint, each bring with it its own challenges of leadership. And so, again, Jen is in the thick of it. Our leadership development directors here at LCI live and breathe and sit on the teams that they serve on a daily basis. You know, we don't, we're not a corporate team that goes out you know, into our business. Um, our, our leadership development directors and our personal and professional development coaches live and breathe and serve the teams that, that they work alongside of every day. And so, Jen, you have seen a lot over the last six months. You have learned a lot over the last six months. And I am really looking forward to picking your brain about, you know, how leaders can lead well even through busy and challenging times. So, but to kick us off, just give us a little bit of context from your perspective of what you're seeing from the business landscape and really sort of frame up our conversation that we're gonna dive into today. 
Yeah, I love what you said about leading through busy and challenging times. Sometimes we think about leading through those times when it's when it's rough. You know, we rally around that time, but it can be just as challenging to try to lead through the busyness where we have record goals, record demands. We have lots of seasoned leaders, lots of new leaders. We're bringing on um, so many new teammates day after day to be able to fill these demands. So there's a whole plethora of different challenges when things are going really well. It's a great place to be, but you know, lots of challenges to be able to lead through this time. So um, what I've seen firsthand, what I've been working with the leaders on, three strategies to help us lead effectively through these busy, challenging times. So to, to sum it up really easy, three C's. So three C's to be able to lead through these times. The first one being connecting the dots. We need to connect the dots for our leaders. We need to communicate well. And amongst it all, we need to care for our people. Yeah, I love that. Just the simplicity of it. Again, we've we've tried a lot of stuff, you know, through this season. We we've seen a lot of leaders try a bunch of different strategies, but again, if you distill it down, what's worked really well for our leaders to lead through these busy times, those 3 Cs hit hit it spot on the head. So let's let's break those apart a little bit. Tell us more about what you mean when you say, you know, connecting the dots. What does that mean? Sure, absolutely. So do you remember as a kid the little um, pages of connect the dots and it would draw a picture, so 1 to 2 to 3 to four, right? Like the little worksheets that you would go through. So as leaders, our role is to connect the dots for our teams. So we hear about the why all the time. We need to tell our leaders, we need to explain what the why is, which is so true and so powerful. But we also need to, to connect those dots. We need to explain even after the why or in the midst of the why, how do you get from one to two? How do you get from 10 to 11, right? If you're going to draw this picture, if you're going to hit your end goal, we've got to map it out along the way. They need to know where we're at, where we're going, and how to get there. And so thinking about, you know, the busyness of our industry, like, what does that sound like? What does that look like? So, you know, I, I think first, telling this story. So if I'm placing myself where we're at right now in the RV industry, how I would talk to the leaders, how I would talk to my team would be, you know what? Think about it. When you're driving down the road, you're looking out amongst your window. There are more RVs out there. There are more travel trailers out there than ever before. Yeah. That's amazing. It's so cool. You know, you see the LCI logo. You see, you know, the, the, the company's logo and all of these different companies, all of these different trailers on the road. That's powerful. We have so many more RVs than we ever had before. Yeah. 50% of those buying are brand new. That's incredible. So we have an opportunity, right? This is the story we're telling. We have an opportunity to help make that a great experience, a high quality experience, right? We want them to be able to come back. We want people to be campers for life, right? We want to need to tell this story. So after you, you know, set it up, you tell the why, you tell the story, we need to thank and acknowledge our team, mm -hmm. right? It's really busy. Thank you. Thank your family. Thank yeah. you. Thank your family for giving it every day, for your grit, for your dedication, for your hard work of showing up and making it happen day after day. And the last but not least, there's light at the end of the tunnel, mm -hmm. right? It's really busy. We thank you so much for all you're doing, but there's light at the end of the tunnel. So as leaders, here's what we're doing to help get there. 
Right. Yeah, that's so powerful. That's huge. And I think, you know, if you go back to that connect the dots picture example, it's like, you know, as an adult, you can sort of see the picture that's getting formed, right? But as a kid, when you remember, you're like, oh, I wonder what it's going to create. And, and there's excitement in that. But when you think about it from a business standpoint, like as leaders, sometimes we know what the overall picture is. But when you are maybe in the midst of it as a frontline team member in whatever industry you're in, if you don't understand, understand what picture you're trying to create, or if you're creating a picture at all, you just think you're going through a messy season and it's all over the map. Man, if we're not in the process of building something beautiful, why are we working so hard? Why are we sacrificing time with our family? Why are we, you know, on and on and on and on? And so, you know, just that that visual of as leaders, we got to communicate, what are we trying to create here together, you know? And I love connecting it back to all these new people that are coming into the RV industry. I mean, quite honestly, my husband and I took our first RV trip this summer, and it was amazing to reconnect with nature, to have your own little home away from home where you could come back to every day and, and have, you know, campfires and make, grill out together every night. I mean, it was such such an amazing experience. And the culture of the camping community is one like no other. Everybody is there to help you. Everybody is super laid back and just there to like build memories with their families. And for us to be able to communicate that to our team members who are building those home away from homes and helping families create memories and, and that will last for a lifetime, I mean, that's something special. That's the picture that that we're trying to color, you know, together. And I just, I love the simplicity again of connecting the dots, um, but also contextualizing for our people where we are, where we're going, and and what we're trying to build together. And that light at the end of the tunnel is just, it's huge. So powerful. If you think you're not, if it's not ever going to end, it gets exhausting regardless of what time of memories you're trying to create for other people, you know? Absolutely. So that's awesome. So take us to our, take us to our next step of communication. Yeah, and absolutely. The connecting the dots leads right to communication. And, and I think you know, as leaders, we need to remind ourselves that we've thought about this a lot more, right? We've been in more meetings. We've been in more planning sessions. Maybe it was our vision to begin with that we're trying to execute. And just like you said, the frontline team member may not be part of any of that. Mm-hmm. They're just on the uh, on the end, right? Mm-hmm. They're, they're trying to fulfill the plan that we have. And so it's really important to communicate that why, communicate the message, make sure everyone's hearing the same thing. It's in the absence of communication that you make your own reality. I lo- wow, that is powerful. Time out, let's say <laughs> that again. It is in the absence of communication that you make your own reality. That is gold. What a What a powerful way to say that right? Because the mind can do pretty creative things, right? And if if nobody else is giving you the thoughts and the contextualization and the vision of what's happening, your mind's going to create it because that's how the human brain is designed, right? And our thoughts do create our reality. And so as leaders, one of our fundamental job is to give our people right ways of thinking about whatever is in front of us, right? About quality, about safety, about the overall end goal and vision. And again, in the absence of that communication, our people are going to create that reality for them. And if you're lucky, it's good. 
but if you but if you are not lucky, it's probably pretty terrible. So wow, that's incredible. I love it. Yeah. Keep going. I'm sorry no, I got distracted. No, that was spectacular. Great. So there's a couple <laughs> of different ways that we can communicate and make sure that we fill in that reality, that we paint that picture for them. So, you know, in our chassis division and across LCI, we did town hall meetings. So throughout the month of August, on a weekly basis, we were doing town hall meetings, pulling all of our leaders together to make sure they knew the story. Right? What's happening? What are the wins? What are the challenges? Don't shy away from the challenges. People need to hear it all. Right? What's working? What are we? What are we up against? How are we going to get there again? Right? We're connecting the dots, painting the picture for our teams as we moved into September and and now beyond. We're meeting on a monthly basis. We want to make sure that we're we're making time to pull everyone together, make sure everyone has that consistent message. And it's not a group here, you know, over on the left, here's this, and a group on the right, here's this. Everyone needs to hear the same thing at the same time so we can all walk away as a powerful force for good, right? I love that. And, you know, in our world right now, there's so much division. And, and I think that, and the communication is so choppy and aggressive and void-filled and emotion-filled. And I think that another role of a leader is to bring your whole group together and cast a common vision, right, that we're all working toward. Not that everybody is necessarily happy about it, um, but in even in light of maybe not agreeing, great communication can help align people towards something. And so I, I love that that statement as well. Communication is a bridge builder, you know, for people at every layer of an organization, across different functions of an organization. You know, again, in every organization, you've got functional expertise. You know, from a manufacturing perspective, we've got operations, we've got engineering, we've got quality, we've got safety, we've got leadership and culture, we've got supply chain, you know, we've got on and on and on. And so if we don't bring all of those functions together into a similar communication platform, they're going to be operating in silos, right? And that's going to minimize our ability to be effective. And so, again, bringing those people together so we all have the same vision and we're all connecting the same dots is critical. Critical. One other thing that we don't always think about with communication is when we look at our metric boards. So I know, you know, our leaders, we all have our metric boards and are looking at where, where are our strengths? What are we working on? What are we up against? And I think it's so important in these times of, of busy, cha- challenging times, right? Look at that board and what story Mm-hmm. is it telling? We want to be real, right? We don't want to sugarcoat it, but we also need to be able to walk away and have a win for our teams, especially when there's a sustained period, a long period of challenge. It's not like, oh, I have these two weeks and I have to give it all. You know, I have to work really hard for these two weeks and then then there's a reprieve. No, we've been in this season for a while and it's a great season to be in, but we need to make sure that we're also communicating those wins. So what are the wins? If your board's not telling it, again, go through that, but people should walk away with something that they feel great about. So maybe it's hiring the number of people that we're hiring. Maybe it's a safety goal. Maybe it's a quality goal. What is it? walk away and have a win. You know, you talk about brain science all the time, and I can't wait to hear what you say about it, but there's power in being able to have a win, especially during busy, challenging times. A hundred percent, right? Because when the brain is in a positive state, it thinks more clearly, it thinks more creatively, and it problem solves better. And so particularly in a high demand season, 
I mean, we need to be we need to be making sure that we're keeping people's minds in a positive state because we need them to be thinking creatively. We need them to be problem solving. We need them to be thinking clearly so that they can execute at a high level. And if again, your board's not telling the story because you you just have such a high demand right now um, th- that you can't necessarily get ahead, even if you're setting record numbers of what you never thought was possible before. That's that's critical, right? And they've done a lot too of like where you, a lot of studies around you want to find the bright spots and replicate those things. So, okay, where are we winning and what are we doing that's creating those wins and how do we replicate those in other areas that might be a little bit behind or struggling in that spot right now? So that's that's huge in terms of human productivity and engagement and, you know, feeling proud and happy for what you're a part of instead of beat down and, and you know, frustrated. Right. Absolutely. You don't want to sit there and think, man, I built more than I've ever built before. But I wasn't good enough, right? Maybe that's the reality, but find that win. Find that positive so you can end on that note. Absolutely. That's awesome. So the last one that I have is caring for people. So we need to connect the dots. We want to make sure that we're communicating well throughout the busy, challenging times, all times actually. But at the end of the day, we need to make sure that our people are at the forefront. So we need to care for our people. Um, One way that I think about it is if you think about, you know, hospitals and nurses, nurses round on their patients. They want to be able to go to the hospital bed. They want to check on their patient before they have to hit that call button, before they have to hit the emergency button, right? As leaders, it is our job to do the rounds, to check in on our people, to make sure everyone's in a good headspace so that they can be the best version of themselves, be as productive as possible, and, and go home and do that for their families as well. Yeah, I love that concept, right? I've never, I've never thought about nurses' rounds as it relates to how we should should lead. You know, I've heard management by walking around, <laughs> like that's a that's a strategy in management theory, right? Uh, but that's it. It's it's those rounds. It's being proactive, you know. And and think about this as a patient, as somebody that has had uh, six leg surgeries in my life and spent a lot of time in the hospital because of it. You know, it's when those nurses come to you proactively and check on you and, and, and get you a water or make sure that your knees propped up right and the pillows under there, you know, if you've been laying there for a while, the pillows in the right angle and you're not, you know, starting to have muscle spasms. Again, you can tell I've been in hospital beds way too much. Um, you know, you feel cared for. And you feel like, man, I, I'm. they're here with me. They're here with me through this. And you know what? I'm going to be okay. And, and then when you think of hitting that call button and freaking out a little bit, you'll be like, take a breath. You know you're cared for. They'll be here shortly. And, and when we do that as leaders, that's how our people feel. Man, they care about me. They're here for me. This is going to be okay. And we're going to get through this together. So I really love that analogy. Thanks for bringing that to us. That's, that's powerful. Absolutely. And I think our CEO, Jason Lippert, does a great job, a phenomenal job at this, right? He does weekly listening sessions. Um, we just did one yesterday, a virtual with our West Coast team, right? Checking in on people. What's going well? Where are you at? How can I help you? Those things are really powerful. And it starts at the top. It does. And that's, you know, that that's a critical thing. You know, if you're listening to this and you're thinking like, man, I've got a division out in my organization that really needs this. <laughs> I would challenge you to take a step back and say, well, it's got to start with me. Right, the highest layer of leadership that you can get this to is when it really starts to to work most powerfully. Because, quite frankly, when things get busy and we get rolling, like it's easy to it's easy to tap out of the cultural journey. But when it is held as a light and an expectation and a beacon from the very top of any organization, that's when it starts to permeate, and people know this is for real. 
And I can trust the journey that we're on as a team in an organization. We've, we've worked with a lot of companies around the country on their own leadership and cultural journeys. And that's when we've seen it most successful. When at the very top, it is owned and believed in with conviction on this is the path that we are going to take. We are going to be a business that cares for its people. And, and then, and then our business strategy is going to fit into that. And, and from there, right, everybody else can actually get on board. The organizations where we've come in and we've, you know, done a training and it's been for one group and you've got one middle level leader who is just strongly convicted and wants it. You know, it breaks my heart because I know two weeks later, a month later, I'm getting an email from them being like, man, we're trying, but everything we try, it just never really takes hold. And so while I want all of the you leaders, regardless of what layer you're at, to want this, to own it, to be from your wherever you're at in your organization down, be the owner and the champion of that. Um, I really want to challenge all of our most senior leaders that are listening to this to, to get convicted about this journey because you have the opportunity to impact however many lives are in your scope of care. You get to impact all of them plus all of their family members. And I think, you know, when Jason, when that clicked in his head, that holy cow, I've got 10,000 people's lives that I could positively or negatively impact every single day, that, that's a burden of leadership, you know, and a weight that he carries and owns because he knows not only is it those 10,000, it's 10,000 that they go home to, right? And so on and so forth. There's such truth in that. So the last thing on caring for our people is just, I think it can be a natural tendency during the the busy, the challenging times to think, oh, I've got to hit these records. We have so many numbers and, and we need to focus 100% on that. Yes, we do. We need to do our best to, to focus in and, and hit those numbers, but don't be too busy to pour into our people, right? The training is still really important. The, the rounding, like I talked about, but making sure that we're still making time to figure out where people are at and where they want to go. So one thing that we have here at LCI is our leader action plans. We want to make sure that we're still pouring into people on the personal and professional level, that it doesn't matter how busy we are because there are still people. And just what you were saying, there's there's 10,000 people. And then when you think about the families, there's that many more. So we want to grow them and care for them at that level. Yeah, and you know what I, I think about too in the midst of that is, is leaders, we know we're in a busy season. We know what the big vision is. And so we're like, all right, let's put our head down. Let's work, grind through this. You know, our people know, I, our people know, they get it too. And, you know, sometimes they might not get it. And I think about, I even think about, you know, my marriage is when we get in busy seasons, it's like, you know, Aaron might expect that I know he's in a busy season and that's why, you know, he's working late or he's leaving super early in the morning or vice versa, right? And so we've had to be very intentional about talking about, hey, what season are we in right now? And are you on board with with how how busy this is going to be a work season, right? And we've been in this season probably for about a year and a half. And, and it's just like, and we've both agreed on that. And we talk about it frequently to make sure that we're both still on board with the trajectory that we're on, with the work and the hours that we're both putting in to lay some foundations for ourselves. And again, we have to bring it up again to make sure and check, is everybody good? 
We still on the same page? Okay, cool. Because the other challenge you can get into is when the actual busy season ends, if you've conditioned yourself to work, you can always find work to do. Oh, absolutely. There's always something. And it may not be what you need to do. It may not be, you know, the, the urgent fire that you need to put out. It's just busy stuff because you're used to being in that space. So making sure that we're taking that time and and reconnecting with people, giving them something to be passionate about, excited about, new knowledge, so they're able and more equipped to go back and do that daily grind. Absolutely. Jen, I love it. And so, you know, as we wrap up our conversation here, one of the things that we leave our, our listeners with, as you know, every time is this high-performance leadership training. What is something that our, our listeners can do over the course of this next week that will help them grow their leadership ability and their influence in the teams or organizations that they have? And again, when we say leadership, leadership is just influence, right? That's what John Maxwell says. And so it's not just the title of a leader. You have an additional responsibility if you have the title of a leader. But regardless, if you have influence, over yourself and over the people around you, regardless if you have the title or not. And so what is something that our listeners can do that will help them grow their 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 influence over the course of this next week? Sure, great question. So I wanna give the same challenge that our CEO Jason gave at our listening session yesterday, and that is write down a couple of names, right? Write down a couple of names and throughout the course of that week, seek them out. We want to make sure that we're connecting with people, growing people, checking in on people. And the names that you write down, don't just write down the easy ones. Don't just write down the names that you you know this person, you know about them. Write down ones that you don't know or you don't have the best relationship with. Connect with them on that deeper level and see where they want to go and pour into them. That's what this journey is all about. I love it. And I love the challenge of maybe even somebody that you think is a little bit difficult. And and I would, you know, in, if you're an extrovert, you might think, okay, yeah, no, this is good. I can accept that challenge. But I work with some introverted leaders too. They're like, okay, but what do I say when I get in front of them, <laughs> you know? And so even get a couple questions ahead of time that you are prepared to walk into, you know, to walk up to them, to check in on them. Like, what are those questions that you're going to ask that are meaningful? Because again, we talked earlier about so much division that's in our world right now. I mean, there's division between the people that we just don't know, you know, or that we might have different personalities for and, and feel like there's a disconnect. It's a leader's job to build bridges, to, to stand in gaps, to fill those spaces. And so it, leaders initiate contact. And so be, be a leader this week and write down three to five names Right, And by the end of the week, if you haven't checked them off, make yourself check them off and touch base, connect with people. Because even amid busy seasons, probably particularly amid busy seasons, humans are designed and wired to be connected to one another. And as leaders, it's our job and opportunity to do that. Jen, thank you so much for your wisdom today. I love the the simplicity of the three C's, right? And it's those are simple things that if we put those in front of us, even when it gets busy, we can raise our, our leadership game every single day in everything we do. Absolutely. Thank you so much. It was great talking with you today. Yeah, absolutely. Again, here at the Lippert Academy for Leadership, we would love to come alongside of you on your own leadership journey. So if there's anything we can do for you from a, a speaking standpoint, a training standpoint, a coaching standpoint, a cultural assessment standpoint, uh, we would certainly love to do so. You can send us an email directly, academy at lci1.com. That's academy at lci, the number one, dot com. And we look forward to joining you on your leadership and cultural journey as we seek to be a force for good in this world. 
The views and opinions expressed on this podcast belong solely to the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the view or mission of Lippert Components Inc. Thanks to Eternity Bro for our theme music and to Michael Yoder and the amazing team over at Truthwork Media. Thanks for listening. Thank you.